When you stay at Averbo, you always get the whole home. The whole upstairs, the whole downstairs, and the whole nap room. Only whole vacation homes. Always all yours. Book on the Verbo app. Hey everyone, Rob here. As you know, I make podcasts. I make a lot of them, and I will continue to do so. And if you'd like to make a show like this one, well, let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episode. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something that the world's never even heard before. Wild, if you really think about it. See, Anchor will help you distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of the heavy hitters. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need, all in one place, to make the perfect podcast. So, Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I suggest doing it all from the website. Super simple. Hello, Vanderpump Robs listeners. Before we get into today's episode with Allison Rosen, I wanted to recount a recent trip to Sur that I had. Yes, that's right. I was in West Hollywood, California, and I looked to my right and Boy, there it was, Sir Restaurant. I guess that's redundant if you go by the colloquial sexy, unique restaurant. Restaurant. Here's the thing. It was on the day of the season 10 finale filming. Did I know this? Well, maybe a little bird let me know they were filming that day, but there were no signs. I came in through the parking lot that we normally see people smoking cigarettes and taking their break, you know, where the dumpsters are. And I saw the uh, crew getting set up. Lots of equipment on this day, because it seemed like they were going to be doing a lot of shooting. So I walked around, came in the front, showed my uh, proof of vaccination, and then I came inside, hung out, ordered some charcuterie, but man, the place was hopping. Not Wall-to-wall with people, but the bar was full, the little dining areas next to the bar, all of those seats were full. The DJ, Rolo, he was pumping out some tunes, and the patio was filling up. Now, some of you may know that I'm friends with Peter Madrigal, so Peter was working. He was still a manager, and he was doing his job to a T. He did find a couple of minutes to come over to me and make some small talk, tell me that there was a lot of stuff going on that night. They were filming mostly in the back, but that wouldn't be till later. He apparently also had a scene he had to film that day, but uh, when I pressed him as to what it was about, he just winked and smiled. So uh, looking forward to seeing that playing out at the end of season 10. So I hung out for a little while longer, spoke with Guillermo when he came up. I met Guillermo once before at a Clamato event Peter was hosting. I also met Guillermo when he was on the Spotify Live show that Peter and I did. Great guy, very friendly. I think all he had to say was, lots of drama tonight. (laughs) Whatever that means. Um, So shortly after I got there, Lisa Vanderpump showed up. Friendly as can be, took pictures with anyone who asked, but still made sure that filming was prepared and 
that the, those who needed to be there were there, walked around. I saw her FaceTiming with some people. Really, just a great host. She was kind, but really took charge. Shortly after Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval showed up, Sandoval moved right to the back, but still took pictures with people. He actually kind of meandered throughout the building a lot. Seemed like he had a lot to do and a lot of people to talk to. Schwartz kind of hung by the bar, had conversations with people. I was walking to get my seltzer refilled, and he stopped me because I was wearing one of the original Tom Tom shirts, and he complimented the shirt, said it was his favorite design, and that he was the one who had designed it. Very cool. If you'd like to see pictures of this shirt, just let me know on the Patreon, patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs. I then asked, well, can we get a pic? And he said, of course. Gave me a little side hug. And uh, you can see that picture on the Patreon as well. Honestly, super friendly dude. I didn't hang out too much longer, but what I did see was shortly after that, Raquel came in, solo. And then Christina Kelly came in, solo. And then Katie and Ariana came in at the same time. Peter was standing by me at this point. Ariana leaned over and said, Peter, are you joining us in the back? And he was like, of course, when I can get a break. Very fun. So I'm getting ready to leave because I'm not really seeing much in-depth filming. And even if I did, it's not like I could hear anything. The crowd was loud. But I looked to the exit door and I couldn't leave because two giant trays of something about her sandwiches were being brought in. I thought that was only going to be a plot point for the previous season, but it looks like it's coming to fruition. And then after some Instagram digging, I saw that, yeah, Ariana and Katie were really moving forward with something about her sandwiches, whatever that may end up being. Now, I didn't see Sheena, I didn't see Brock, I didn't see James, and I didn't see Lala. I guess I didn't see Charlie either. But Lala was there. She must have just not come in the front door. And who knows about the rest? I know James had a DJ gig the next day out of town, so potentially he just skipped it. But a finale taping? Seems like you'd want everyone there. Hmm. What are your theories? Let me know at patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs. And also, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has joined the Patreon. I'm going to give a quick shout out to some of you who have joined because... I couldn't do it without you. This podcast truly is a labor of love, and creating this community has been a whole lot of fun, and I hope I can just keep it up. And if you know someone who's a super-duper VPR fan who would like to get full-length and ad-free episodes as well as all of the other perks, make sure to direct them to patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs. So, thanks Maggie, thanks Lena, thanks Sarah, thanks Christine, thanks Matt, thanks Jessica. Really, really appreciate the support. Now, on with today's episode. Welcome to Vanderpump Robs, a podcast about Vanderpump rules and so much more. I'm Rob Schulte. Today is a special day. I'm welcoming back a guest after a two-year-ish hiatus from Upworthy Weekly, Childish, and of course, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. It's Allison Rosen. Welcome. Hello. It's so exciting to be back. It, <laughs> In some ways, it feels like more than two years. In some ways, it feels like 
fewer. It's crazy to me that that was during the pandemic, but then it makes sense that it was because when I think about it, I was sitting here talking mm-hmm. to you over Zoom and I only started doing that during the pandemic. Yep. It was just so interesting because and this is might be the most boring part of the conversation, everyone, so strap in, but we were still so like new to Zoom. I know. Like I was so naive at the time. Yeah. What yeah. I needed to know. <laughs> and if you thought that was boring... <laughs> Stra- double strap in now really Uh-oh. we shouldn't be telling them to strap in we should be telling them to like go get a snack or something <laughs> i mean but leave it I... running we need the downloads <laughs> that's right uh i have a different microphone now Whoa. i have uh, an external webcam i probably have different lighting i've got a different backdrop i mean we are talking major production value rob you don't even know i'm so impressed it, it's it's leaving me speechless. Although I'm talking, so it is what it is. But uh, but spiritually, you're speechless. Absolutely, <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself, and I didn't. So, um, <laughs> Allison, I, I, I quick thought before we get into today's episode. I just yeah. on on my Patreon, I released uh, live audio from a Vanderpump Rob's. Uh, show that I did at the Burbank Airport Marriott. Mm, Only the finest venue for your Patreon people. It was great. It was for uh, Bug Mains, the last BugCon convention. I don't even understand those words. Yeah. If anyone from Doughboys listens, they might understand, but that's about it. Um, Here's the thing. I know that Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That started as a live show, if I am not wrong. Well, it started as a live show from my um, living room, from my apartment in Brooklyn. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But you had done some stage performances of the show as well. Yes, I've done I've done the show a number of times live. That's it did right. not start live. It started it started live in my living room. Do you find that? I'm just, maybe I'm just a little self-conscious about my own voice or what, I feel like I'm sure I, I will agree with whatever it is because I have all sorts of feelings about doing it live, but tell me. I just feel like I took on a whole different tone of voice. Oh, and, interesting. And like my, maybe it was that sort of thing where, you know, being set to a clock and being like, you know, there's other people who are going to be recording too, the speed in which you need to switch over panels and whatnot. I was just high energy and stayed there, which I guess isn't a bad thing, but it feels so much more casual when I do these Zoom recordings. And I didn't know if you ever, because you also do in-person recordings when it's safe and secure. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know if you find a little bit of a difference there. Well, was your voice like high pitched? What are we? T- what happened? Did you turn into a bug? Who, yeah. First of all, who who is Bugman? Fill me in. Well, uh, Bugman is a is an enigmatic guest on on different podcasts. Um, he's got a lot of crazy some some may say crazy. I'll just say maybe off the wall theories about media and Star Wars and are we living in a simulation, that sort of thing. He's quite the character, let's just put it that way. And I'm intrigued. uh, Well, my my session was called A Pump in the Matrix, and it was if we are living in a simulation, then uh, the cast of Vanderpump Rules is ruining it for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) This is fascinating. Yes. So did your voice become high-pitched? It didn't become high-pitched, but like... I, 
angry is maybe not the right word, but like that sort of like, yeah, I think manic. I was like very much like into what I was doing. And I don't know, maybe we're, we're all our own worst critics, but I think that's okay. Look, here's the thing. And my listeners have heard me say this before. So I think it's okay. Even though I know that there's plenty of people who are like, you should just project strength and confidence. But I feel like if we all just projected strength and confidence, uh, we would all have like one and a half podcast episodes. We got to talk into the mic multiple times a week. What else? You know, if you're not mm. going to be honest, then what are you talking about? Sure. Um, my whole thing with doing the show live is trying to figure out, well, what is it that your audience is coming to see? Are they coming to see a live comedy show? Are they just coming to see your podcast recorded in front of them? And Jimmy Pardo has said to me many times, like, yes, that's what they're coming to see. They like your podcast. They just want to see you do your podcast. And I, like, famously was like, I hear what you're saying, but I, one year that I did Sketchfest, I'm like, but I'm going to hire a choreographer (laughs) off Thumbtack and completely go the opposite direction and, like, learn these dances and literally tap dance in front of them and really put on a show. Because my thing is, like, I always feel like I'm not giving them enough. Mm. So I'm going to put on – I had Janine Garofalo as a guest. I had Matt Nathanson as my musical guest. And then I also did these little dances in between. As if just one of those things wasn't enough. <laughs> I re- But that year, and then I also like almost did stand up too. But that year I was like, I really feel like I nailed it because I had put in so much prep. Sure. And then the next year that I did Sketchfest, I used to play in a band and we reunited and like played live that year. Oh, wow. So if I do it again, though. I'm going to have to like give birth on stage or have sex on stage. Like I've left nothing. There's nothing left. There's nowhere to go, but those two options. There's nowhere to go. I painted myself into a corner. Yeah. But that comes from my own feeling like just doing the show feels like not enough. So I guess this is a very long way of saying I completely understand feeling the need to make your voice something more. Well, and it, it, I get it. And it's like comes from probably like this reptilian part of my brain. Yeah, it's you know? adrenaline. I had guests. I had a slideshow. I had. It sounds like you had it all. And the voice. Um, <laughs> I mean, it sounds. How how'd it go? It sounds like it went well. Yeah, it went. It went pretty. You know what? It went great. I was very happy with the reception of it all. It was as we stated at one of the most finer convention centers in California. Yeah. You know. Next, I'm going to be renting out, you know, stages inside of the Eagle Rock Mall and performing like Tiffany. I think that's got to be the next step. (laughs) I think with that, it's probably a a good time to just talk about what we came here to talk about today. And that is Vanderpump Rules Season 3 Reunion, which Mm. surprisingly only a two-parter in this. You know, some of these... Bravo shows start getting like four part reunions, which just mm-hmm. feels uh, a bit like much. Its own, it feels like its own season. Like yes. The reunion needs a reunion. Yeah. Now, before we kind of talk about the meat of what happened in season three, when you watch, because I know you've watched plenty of Vanderpump Rules, are you a human being that does like to watch the reunions and like the little extras at the end. I think there's like secrets revealed. And yes, I am. I always get excited for secrets revealed until I watch it. And I'm like, (laughs) 
this is just rehashed stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, in the sitcom days, when it would be a clip show or a repeat, I know I would be around people who'd be like, ah, they would grumble, like grumble, grumble. This is just a clip show or repeat. And I'm like, I'll... Well, if it's a repeat of something I've seen a lot, then I wasn't into it. But a quote-unquote clip show, yeah, people would complain about that. I loved a clip show. Wow. I loved looking back at some of the you know better moments of like, you know, oh oh Tootie, let's yeah. remember how silly Tootie was. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. But for some reason, the secrets revealed that just feels like this is like slapped together. And I, I don't know. It feels like a real retread to me. I still watch it, but I don't love it. Well, and it just feels like there's at that point when they're not good secrets revealed, yeah. there's like a an episode order that they're like, well, I guess we didn't get enough in the reunion or right. they just plan on having it just mm-hmm. to make it easier on everyone involved except the production team and editors. Do you watch... This might be an offense that gets me kicked off. Oh, so wow. just mute me if if you have to. Okay. Or eject me. All right, um, I'm hovering over the button. Uh, <laughs> Do you watch Housewives? Uh, I don't watch every franchise of Housewives. Did you watch Utah? Salt Lake City? I did watch Salt Lake okay. City. I have not... I, I don't know where it is, and I don't know how current I am with it. But we... My husband, who... I had to twist his arm to get into these shows, and then he be- got more into them than than me. Uh, we found some like after show on YouTube where it's the housewives discussing the show. Oh, I've seen Did that, ever- but I've yeah. never watched them because they do that for Vanderpump as well. Oh, they do, or they did a couple okay. of seasons ago. That to me feels like the true secrets revealed. It really does. And during peak lockdown, I know that after. I think it was, uh, well, it would have had to have been last season, season nine of Vanderpump, that like Tom and Tom would do like watch along parties with people. Yes. When I it, never saw that, but me I wish either. I had. There is one, I, well, I guess they might, in, hey, by the time of this recording, uh, they're still on Hulu, but apparently they're all moving to Peacock. Um, oh, really? Yes. But you could still watch the watch alongs and it feels a lot like pop-up video. And I love that. But yeah, I think the I think you're right. I think when you can actually get the cast members in watching the shows themselves and being able to be like, okay, but what you're not seeing here is ten minutes before this, they didn't pay for the taxi or whatever. Right. You know. Right. Are you caught up with Vanderpump rules? This episode is brought to you by Carvana. Carvana is in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. They even offer customizable financing so you can plan your down and monthly payments. To shop thousands of affordable vehicles 100% online, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Availability may vary by market. Hey there, have you ever watched a movie or TV show you're certain no one else enjoys? Is there a movie franchise that, despite some lackluster elements, you must consume it in its entirety? Are you tired of folks taking silly media just a little too seriously with their negative reviews? Then you've found the right podcast. Welcome to Bill and Rob's An Excellent Adventure, available wherever you get your podcasts. That's Bill and Rob's An Excellent Adventure. 
part of the Bridgeburner Podcast Collective. Are you caught up with Vanderpump Rules? I'm in and out. I have to say, I was going to say, I have to say, I feel like it's missing something. I don't know. Oh, I know. Okay. So this last season was Lala and I think I was the most recent thing, the reunion where Lala said that she, no, Lala and Emmett are divorcing. James yes. and Raquel broke up. I guess yes. I did see the mo- I did see the reunion. So I okay. guess I am I am current, but the season that preceded the, the reunion was about I was in and out on that season. Yeah, it was a tough season. I wasn't that into it. The season before that though that had all the new characters, Dana, Charlie, yeah. the other ones. Yeah. I actually did kind of enjoy that season, I'd say more than the most recent season. I would have to agree. Okay. I was kind of bummed that they got rid of a lot of those characters because I was into them. Yeah. Especially, well, especially the new ones. Like, say what mm-hmm. you will about Stassi, Kristen, Jackson, Brittany. Right. But I did think some of that newer cast was bringing uh, a bit of flavor to the show that it kind yes, of needed. It did. Now, Charlie stayed. Charlie's still there. She was right. Charlie, who has issues with trying new food. Yes, which and she it, wasn't one of my favorites. Exactly, and I'm wondering where the disconnect was there. Yeah, but I just released an episode about all of the news that's come out about Raquel lately, and I will, you know, just. Suffice it, because we got, you know, th- that'll be past news. You want to hear that, listeners? You can go back and find it. But um, I am very intrigued on this new season. I think they're fixing their errors of the past, of like what made the show dip, more than just production stuff. I, f- I feel like you, maybe this is what you addressed in a past episode, so I could should just go listen to that. But how much of the news that has leaked about Raquel is just planting seeds and getting people interested in the upcoming season, do you think? Well, I'm glad you asked because we didn't talk about that very much. Um, It feels like way more is happening for one person on the cast in terms of news leaks Mm. than we've ever seen before. Would that be Raquel or Schwartz? uh, Well, in this scenario, I think it's more news about Raquel because it was like, you know who she's been dating, who she's not been dating, and then, like, the interpersonal dramas between the people she might be dating. And it's all, you know, relationship-based because that's what this show thrives on. But you would think that, like, Raquel going on a date with Peter is enough news as, like, a little drop in the bucket to, and here we go with the new season. And then you get... The stuff with Schwartz, and then you get the Katie side of it, and then you get all this other stuff. But we're like, got we've got nothing from like say an Ariana or mm-hmm. like Tom Sandoval is him and Tom Schwartz are about to open Schwartz and Sandy's like stuff you just kind of expect to get, and those feel like the drop in the buckets, right. the like little things like Ariana starting a podcast, you know. But it's just especially the last two weeks as of this recording, it's been like Raquel, 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 which I have never seen before. Like that succinct for one cast member. So it's a LaVis blitz. Yes. 
I forgot that she, I mean, not forgot. I didn't know that she'd gone on a date with Peter. Yeah, apparently. Well, there's a blind item about it. And I think what he said was that, you know, they were just hanging out, having a good time. But we all, you know, I mean, you can read between the lines on that. Oh. Uh, Going forward, I think the best thing to talk about this season three reunion is to just, how about I run through a few bullet points and we kind of see what sparks our memories from these bullet points. Could I just do an over, over, can I do a, a umbrella Something I noticed right away when I started watching. Please do. Both my husband and I had this reaction. I was like, my God, this is like five faces ago of all of them. Yes. Yes. So many iterations of their face ago. Um, (sighs) It was kind of stunning. And and I think many of them... um, they're all beautiful people. <laughs> Do they listen? They're all beautiful people. Of course they are. And and they looked more natural. Some of them, I, now I'm like worried about saying something insulting. I felt affection for their season three faces. It looked They looked a little more natural, I guess I would say. I thought, I thought they all looked good in season three for the most part. They've got nothing to worry about is yeah. what my thought has always been. And it's it's strange to see what how much work they've had done. Yeah, and what yeah. that what just being on screen kind of probably does to your head in that yes. way. Um, right, on screen and Instagram, but, and then also like access to people who are ready to change your face, especially if you do it world. on camera. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and. The other side of it, though, is how much just a haircut will change mm-hmm. the way someone looks, like a yeah. style. And being that this was like, I don't know, 2015 when this mm-hmm. was filmed, like, there's still a bunch of statement necklaces happening here, yeah. which is wild. Um, but, you know, uh, it's not until the season after this that Peter cuts off his ponytail, which is a dramatic change, I would okay. say. It's almost right. like a sea change of the show. Mm. But yeah, overall, very interesting. I I I think we'll save this for a little bit later, but it's interesting on Vanderpump Rules that you get Andy Cohen moderating, but you also have Lisa there. So yes. it let's just put a pin in that for now. Okay. Uh cuz I think we got to start with Jax, right? Mm. There's there's quite a few things that he always does in his season. But in this one, it like starts off with a nose job, mm-hmm. uh, which is just silly. Um, there's a lot of theories. I think it's weird that they're pressing it. Like, hate to be in defense of Jax, but <laughs> with all of the work that people get done, like they really like hammer it home for him. It's uh, like, you got a nose job, man. Right. I Right, because I think, because it's like his second or third on the show, and they're saying, like, we don't see a difference. Is it true that you your nose had collapsed from cocaine? Yeah. He's like, no, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they yeah. just don't see a difference with his nose. And I think that, like, if we're going to consolidate all the things, I, I think that the other interesting point was that throughout this season, we get some peak jacks in terms of his dating life. Like mm-hmm. this is the first time that yes, he cheats on someone. Of course he always does, but like he's dating two women and both women know it apparently. Right. 
I and, didn't even remember the name. Is it Tiffany and Carmen? I didn't even. Yes. I was like, who are these people? I don't yeah. remember them. Yeah. It's it's that many seasons ago. Right. But, but the weird thing is, is that they're okay with that, that they're like, yeah. he's casually dating both of them. But then when Jack's, well, I think we know why. Tiffany like sets the guys up with like a hotel suite when mm. they go on vacation. A sweet suite. That's a sweet suite. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then Jack's actually just like commit some infidelity. Although he won't admit to it. He pretends yeah. that he was in there holding some girl's hair back while she threw up. But she, apparently she, her puke noises were, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh baby. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, I think like Tom Schwartz or something just says the noises I had to sit through. Yeah. Like he tells me she's puking. Uh, <laughs> when Jack's then goes and calls Tiffany, he's like, remember when I told you about... Uh, me helping that girl puke, and I was like, no, get off me, get off. She's like, no, no, you didn't. Now, is that a Jack's lapse, or is he trying to mindfuck her? I think it's total mindfuck. I okay. think it's like, um, I think it's that sort of thing that if you can convince them the story you're telling yourself, then it's not a lie. Mm-hmm. And that's that just seems like a Jack's M.O., He's just a real sociopath. Absolutely. I think that's all we need to talk about, Mr. Jax Taylor. <laughs> okay. he's, he's just a dirty, dirty man. Um, yeah. I wish him continued success with his marriage and child. <laughs> Stasi, if we're just going down that list. Yeah. Are you also obsessed with Vanderpump Rules? Need an excuse to rewatch older seasons, follow along with the new season, or want a place to meet other fans? At patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs, you'll hear from hilarious comics and podcasters, as well as be able to join in on watch parties and other exclusive goodies. Patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs is the perfect mix of comedy and reality, so give it a shot. For less than the cost of a pumpkin spice latte, you can gain access to a great community while helping support an independent podcast at the same time. That's patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs. R-O-B-S. The Jeep Wrangler 4xe. It's electrified. So you can boogie woogie woogie up a mountain, over creeks, or boogie woogie woogie through a desert where you get bit by a pit viper. So you boogie woogie woogie back to camp and ask your friends if they'll suck the snake venom out. When they say no, you boogie woogie woogie to the nearest hospital for a dose of antivenom and boogie woogie woogie your way to a full recovery. The electrified Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Learn more at jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.